With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply. Not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Master. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another edition of uh, Domain Masters. I'm Victor Pitts. I'm your host for tonight. Monty Khan is... uh, on vacation uh, with his family and, and should be back uh, in his regular time slot and position next week. So please join us back uh, next week for uh, Monty's uh, version of Domain Masters. We do have a great show on the lineup tonight. Um, we're going to have, uh, in the first part of, uh, of the hour, we're going to have Mary Ann French. She's a search engine marketing specialist for Pixel Media. Uh, Mary has uh, 12 years plus of uh, marketing experience, and the last three have been 100% SEM. She's Google certified. She's worked for a boutique agency uh, with as few as five people and, and presently is heading and, and uh, shaping up an SEM team at Pixel Media, a multidiscipline agency of about 65 employees. Um, in the bottom half of the show, we're going to have our, our very own, Moniker's very own, Chris Leggett, who is going to be discussing one of the most overlooked aspects of the uh, domain uh, domain security. And uh, this will uh, provide uh, everyone with, uh, uh, again, an often overlooked uh, aspect of domain security that might uh, uh, help protect your uh, your assets and, and keep, uh, keep you from losing any of the domains. So uh, we look forward to having Chris on the bottom half of the show. And then we'll also do a little walk around on the industry, talk about some of the big uh, big events and um, uh, decisions that was made this week and things, how they affect the industry. And I want to talk a bit about uh, one of my favorite subjects, which is direct navigation, talking about domains that have direct navigation appeal. And I'll give you some um, ways that you can determine whether uh, your domains or domains that you're interested in have that uh, direct uh, navigation appeal and uh, and what the benefit is to your uh, your organization by having those types of domains in your inventory. So uh, that's the uh, the lineup for tonight's uh, version of Domain Masters. We're going to uh, break for just a moment, pay some bills. When we return back, we're going to have uh, Marianne French joining us from the uh, Search Engine Marketing Group of uh, Pixel Media. So stay tuned to Domain Masters. We'll be right back. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's ClickSOR.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Period. 
Hi, this is Mark with WebmasterRadio.fm. I'm calling to talk to you about affiliate marketing. Because the way they are nowadays, you can't hear the words well enough to understand that what you would have heard is something you wouldn't have understood anyway. I agree. That's why on Wednesdays at 12 noon Eastern, we bring you Affiliate Thing, the grooviest affiliate marketing radio show on the web. Wow! Boy, groovy. Wow. Far out. Wait a minute. Who else is on this line? Jan Brady. Hi, Jan. Poor thing, too bad she's a loser. A loser? Yeah. That's exactly what I am, a born loser. Oh, well, don't say that. You've got to have confidence in yourself. I do have confidence. I'm confident that I'm a no-talent loser. Well, if you want to build your confidence, then log on to webmasterradio.fm every Wednesday at noon for Affiliate Thing with Sean Collins and Lisa Piccarelli. And you'll be as smart as your sister, Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha! I hope you've learned something from all of this. Yes, that Webmaster Radio is the destination for education and entertainment. You are the grooviest. Wow, you can ride my range anytime. Um, uh, no thanks. Uh, I really got to go now. Podcasting at the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm. The flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Yes, hello everyone. Again, my name is uh, Victor Pitt, and I'm hosting this week's uh, Domain Masters for uh, Monty Con. Monty's on the vacation. will be joining us again next week at the regular time slot of uh, Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Uh, again, we do have a, a great lineup on tonight's show. Um, we have uh, on the air right now uh, Mary Ann French. She is with, uh, she's a, a search engine marketing specialist for Pixel Media. And uh, Mary brings with her um, about 12 years or so of, of marketing experience, of which the uh, last three has been uh, exclusively focused on on the um, uh, SEO type of uh, work. And uh, she's got a background in aviation, travel, many other industries, and um, and she's part of a you know the leading leading uh, search team at Pixel Media. Um, so, Mary, are you on the air? Can you hear me? Okay. I am. Good evening, Victor. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on Domain Masters. What Thank I'd like you very to do, uh, what I'd like to do first, Mary, is just for the uh, the benefit of our, our listening audience uh, now, as well as uh, those that will be listening to you know archives and, and podcasts of the show in the future. Can you just uh, tell us a little bit about your your background and and uh, kind of bring us up to date on Pixel Media and what it is that Pixel Media does before we start talking about uh, uh, the relationship between domains and, and SEO type work. Sure, I'd love to. Um, as you mentioned, I have seen 12-plus years of marketing uh, experience, ranging from all sorts of verticals, um, as you mentioned, aviation, telecommunications, travel, um, you name it. And, I've, you know, I brought that experience to the search marketing table um, a little over three years ago, and um, that was when I was leading the search um, the search marketing agency. Um, there was only five people at the time. Um, I was the director there and really worked on both a paid and organic piece of search. Um, now at Pixel, um, I'm lucky enough to be able to have um, the opportunity and um, the responsibility, which can be scary, but is to build up um, the search engine marketing team, not only to include um, paid and organic, but really start to reach um, into the social media aspect. Um, so that's been exciting and challenging. Um, and Pixel Media is a multidisciplined agency. Um, primarily, Web Dev is, um, you know, their big hot spot. Um, but now, the search marketing piece uh, certainly is uh, rising above too. Right. So what, are some is, of, what are some of these? Uh, you mean in a nutshell? What are some of the um, uh, so the, the social approach that you're talking about for for traffic um, by comparison to our organic and paid? Uh, I'm talking about, um, we like to call it reputation, reputation management, um, basically um, uh, trying to get our clients to um, implement blogs on their own site um, and encourage um, collaboration management and collaboration ideas from the outside world. Um, and so we really want to get people involved in, you know, the blogosphere, if you will, the Wikipedias, start um, making stubs in the Wikipedia, so, that, you know, that will start traffic on a topic that is related to your business um, and, you know, and also be involved in forums. But, you know, if 
especially big corporate clients, um, we want to make sure that somebody's on it, you know, daily, um, hourly, because, you know, like I said, it is reputation management, and if something is wrongly um, stated, we'd want to go in there and make sure we correct it. Right. What are some of your experiences, uh, Mary, with uh, selecting domains on behalf of your clients? Do you guys get involved in that or make recommendations? Um, it's actually it's funny you ask. Um, it happens a lot. They want to change. It's a brand name change. Um, so we don't really give them a direction on um, what the domain name would be. We rely on sources like Moniker to do that. But um, what we would do is uh, set up redirects and make sure that they don't have duplicate content out there so they wouldn't um, get sandboxed. And, um, okay. So really they, the client, you know, either works with a domain registration company or um, they choose it themselves. And um, But we we really help get it, them redirected to their new site, um, you know, seamlessly. Right. Well, as far as uh, doing redirects, what is the... Um you know, what is the value that the domain names um, give to an existing website um, as you're using redirects? What is the what is the attraction there? What is the attraction of the redirects? Well, yeah. uh, the redirects will, you know, don't, the searcher does not see the redirects. So um, getting to the new domain name um, would just be the purpose of the redirect. Um, but the new domain name would want to be, you know, strong and, you know, uh, specifically we'd want it to be fairly generic, too. Um, for example, cars.com, people might just top, type in cars.com as opposed to, like, monster.com. Somebody looking for jobs, whether, I mean, although monster's pretty well-known, but for this example, somebody's probably not going <laughs> to type in monster in the browser. So um, in terms of the redirects, we just want them to get to the new domain seamlessly and um, and recommend that that new domain to be uh, very strong. Right. And what kind of redirects is it that you uh, you recommend? Are it 302s 301. or 301? 301s. There you go, mm-hmm. permanent redirects. Um, what is the, the again, we, we do have people that are, are familiar with, uh, you know, search engine optimization, search engine marketing. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there's a lot of them that, that aren't uh, as well. So just so that we make sure we don't talk um, in, in a language that nobody understands, okay. one of the uh, common um, uh, things that is talked about at, at search engine shows is the value of, of page rank. What is mm-hmm. the importance of page rank in, in your words? Uh, well, the importance of page rank is you're, you're going to be right in front of somebody who's searching for something about you. I mean, for, again, searching for cars, and cars.com comes up on the left-hand side, which, you know, is the organic piece, or on the right-hand side, the paid piece. I mean, you're, you're going to be found, be found when people are looking for your type of uh, product or industry or content. So right. it's imperative to be, you know, have high rankings. Right. And yeah. I firmly... I'm an advocate of doing both paid and organic search, so you get the, they call it SERP saturation, basically search engine ranking page saturation. So you're, you know, you're right up there on the organic and the paid side. Gotcha. Uh, and also just for the listeners, you know, both search engines and humans are very similar. They read text and find, you know, um, content and what they're looking for on engines via text. So when you want... When we're talking domains, we want the search engines to be able to read the domain name easily. Um, we want humans to be able to remember the domain easily as in for type-in traffic. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there is that you know, search engines and humans are very similar. Right. Now, when someone is uh, has an existing website, if they're trying to uh, build up uh, traffic, is it is it a good strategy for them to uh, register domain names in your opinion and and have them with ones with page rank and have them redirected to the uh, their main site? Is that something of value or is there a better yeah, way? Yeah, um, one of the ways to be ranked high. One of the major ways to get ranked high is your online link popularity. Um, basically, in layman's turn, means how many votes are going to your site or how many links that are going to your site from other domains or other URLs. Um, so but this is important, though, that those 
um, inbound links be quality links, meaning they're, you know, they're related to your vertical market. So I own cars.com and um, uh, curtains.com. I wouldn't really want to have those linked because they're not, you know, they're not on the same vertical market. But if I own boats.com and cars.com, they would be because they're, you know, both means of tra- transportation. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, interlinking with your, your domain landscape is very important, but only if they're, you know, related in some sort of um, fashion. Right. Um, I know that in some of the uh, shows we hear about uh, some of the things that Google specifically uh, looks at in, um, in their uh, indexing or ranking, ranking mm-hmm. of, um, of the relevancy of, of an uh, organic listing. And one of the things it looks at in, in terms of domain names we hear is uh, uh, the age of the domain, you know, the creation date, mm-hmm. expiration date, that it shows some commitment to the space and, and you know, commitment to the business. Is mm-hmm. that something you think that it has a lot of weight in their ranking algorithm, or is it just one of the, uh, the many components of it? Uh, no, that is actually one um, major piece of it. Um, actually, when we do a pixel media, when we do our monthly um, SEO dashboards, we call it basically uh, a reporting on a monthly basis of where they are um, organically. Um, we will take their top competitors and um, look back at how long they have been um, in the online world. And that certainly, you can see the online competitors, if they've been around since, you know, for 10 years, um, their PR, their page rank, tends to be a lot better. Right, right. And and just for you uh, your listeners out there that uh, would be interested in something like this, one thing I want to remind you is a, a new um, a new registration is going to have a brand new date on it, as well as a name that you catch off from the traditional drop services. So those of you that know what I'm talking about with domain drops, names that expire that go through that five-day pending delete, when you grab those names off from the drop service, unfortunately that that domain is like being reborn, and it has a new creation date, a new birth date. And uh, so in order to keep names that have this uh, longevity with them, you really get those names off from the aftermarket. You buy those from people that already have registered them. Because anytime it goes back through the registration process or the drop service, it's, it's a brand new, brand new name. Uh, Mary, what are some of the things that uh, – uh, someone can do to increase the effectiveness of uh, where their domains rank, and I, I should say more of where you know a website ranks. What kind of domain type things can you think of that they could do to improve their page rank or, or their uh, well, uh, website rank? One um, is you know there's a lot of typed in traffic out there, and at um, San Jose um, certain strategies. One of the seminars I heard that there's 15 percent of online traffic is actually from people typing in. Um, a domain name into the, uh, the web browser. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're talking about or thinking about a new domain name, you want it, like as I mentioned earlier, to be fairly generic. Try, I know it's a challenge because there's so many out there, but um, right. trying to reflect your product, your content, um, so forth. And um, at that point, you um, you will probably get unsolicited, unsolicited typed-in traffic. If you have a domain name such as the monster monster.com which is you know, obviously the career opportunities you'd want to do solicited type in traffic so you'd want to basically uh, do some paid advertising as well mm-hmm. um, to make sure that you know you're getting your um, display URL the domain name out there in front of people's faces um, so that would be what I would recommend. And another one is, as we mentioned, the um, link popularity campaign, not only within your own domain landscape, but out in um, other vertical markets or in your vertical market, other domains that are in there, um, linking with them is highly effective. Also, having linked text within your uh, URL domain, um, meaning similar to uh, Wikipedia, how it will say something like, domain registration, it'll be highlighted and it obviously will take you to another page um, which will give you more of an in-depth definition of it. Right. So all those factors really help in your um, ranking. One of the things I've also, um, you know, people have, have come to us and, and asked me what my opinion is on it and uh, I'd, I'd love to have uh, your take on this for our, for our listening audiences mm-hmm. is when 
when they, they register a lot of domains, and then they'll put up small um, static web pages, in some cases, uh, you know, con- uh, dynamic pages, content management, you know, driven. But whether it be static or whether it be dynamic, they then turn around and link those all back to some other site, increasing their their link count. Isn't there some danger regarding duplicate content and similarity yeah. of content, things like it could cause them some problems and get them, uh, you know, in the sandbox? Yes, that's most, uh, definitely true, um, especially when we run into that um, at Pixel if, you know, the client wants to change their domain name, if they're nervous that they're going to lose, um, you know, any reputation that they already have online if they get rid of their original domain. But, again, that goes back to the redirects. We really don't want to have both sites up, even if, um, even if the content is a little different. Um, if, you know, the search engine sends that there's duplicate content out there, you will be black boxed. Right. And, you know, it, it's hard to get back in. Right. So having, having the links and increasing your link count and, and using different domains to do that, that's, that's all well and good, but it needs to really be thought, of, thought through and you should either research it, learn more about it, or talk to a uh, SEO uh, professional that can uh, mm-hmm. guide you to the proper way of doing it. Right. At, yeah, at Pixel Media, the way we do it is we, we go out and research um, potential um, quality inbound links, present that to the client. The client then will, you know, look at these sites and then give us a yay or nay because the client is, you know, their industry expert. Um, right. We're just looking at quality sites that are in the vertical of their vertical market. Um, so that's, you know, the way we go about it. Um, and, I, you know, I would highly recommend that anybody do that first is to, you know, get a list of sites. Don't just arbitrarily start asking for inbound links. Get, get a list of your site, get of the potential sites. Um, you know, get their page rank. Get how, look at how long they've been um, in the online world and um, get a sense of the quality of these links and then go back and right. uh, request inbound links. Many, uh, many of the listeners, of course, have websites, and uh, you know who isn't interested in, in getting traffic to the website, and a lot of what we talk about with domains is, is a one method of, of many methods of getting targeted uh, traffic. Uh, one of the other ones, of course, is something that you, that you guys uh, deal in, which is uh, you know, um, managing paid listings you know, for, for your clients. Uh, okay. What are some of the strategies that uh, you can use to... Uh, you know, feature, or what, what, what kind of strategies do you recommend to people in terms of uh, controlling cost, which is one of the more common uh, concerns mm-hmm. about, you know, paid listings because of the, uh, um, the upper limit can go pretty high if, if you don't put controls in. But what are some right. of the recommendations you make to people and how, um, how can domains be integrated into that strategy if you can think of a way? Okay. Um, yeah, great, great question. Um, there's a few things. Um, you know, one technique that uh, we like to test at Pixel is um, capitalizing the uh, display URL, the domain name, um, in the ad, o- only if it represents the brand. Um, you know, some companies, you know, have to have a capital, you know, C and then lowercase other letters. Um, but if it, if you're able to capitalize all the letters in the domain, that has um, there's been studies that have proved that that actually attracts. Um, you know, clicks, click-throughs, and conversions. Um, and another um, another trick, if you will, I hate to use the word trick in SEO, but uh, I guess tactic would be better, um, is to not put your domain name display URL in your ad copy. It's already going to be there. It's your display URL. You do not need to, I mean, you know, Google um, you have 25 characters for your headline and then 35, 35 for the description one and two. That's not many characters to play with. So, you know, the domain name and display URL are already there, so don't put that in your ad copies. That would be um, strongly recommended. All right, fantastic. So tell us, uh, what are some of the things on the plate for uh, Pixel Media in the upcoming future? you guys uh, attending any trade shows? Got any new uh, services that you're going to be launching out that you'd like to tell the world about? Yeah, well, the social media piece is huge. Um, we're really um, starting to push that. We're hiring like mad right now. Um, it's absolutely crazy but wonderful. Um, and we're going to attempt to get out to San Jose. Um, I actually tried to uh, speak there, but it was already full. Um, so I'm going to uh, attempt to 
try to either New York or back over in, um, back to Canada. To the uh, SES shows, as you're referring to? Yes, oh, correct. sorry. Okay. Yep. Search engine um, strategy. And as Pixel, um, again, the social media piece, um, really bringing in, because since we're a multidisciplined company and we build websites, we do the creative design, um, it's, it's imperative to, when we do these redesigns, to make sure that we have the metadata and title and descriptions in place. Um, and it, it's great because we can do that all in one house under one roof. So um, that's the pixel pit. <laughs> Got you. And uh, in case uh, some of the listening audience would like to uh, contact uh, you or, or Pixel Media uh, regarding um, you know career opportunities or discuss mm-hmm. uh, doing business with you, how is, uh, what's the best way for them to uh, reach you? Um, you can t- just email me at mfrench at pixelmedia.com. And if not, um, the website is pixelmedia.com. And that's P-I-X-E-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. Yep. All right, dot com. Okay, fantastic. Well, Mary, is there uh, one uh, lasting comment that you'd like to or a tip that you'd like to give uh, any of our listening audience regarding uh smart domain buying and, and, and the best use for domain names from, from your perspective, from, uh, from the marketing and search engine uh, uh, optimization background? Yes, certainly. Um, there's been several studies uh, about the typed-in traffic, and again, that is when people actually just go straight into the web browser and type in what they think they're looking for, or what they're looking for, actually. Um, so having your domain be really reflective of your products, um, like I said, cars.com. Um, and also with display URLs on the paid side, there's a lot of people who copy and paste the display URL into um, the browser. So you'd want your display URL always to be your domain name. Um, it could have a you know, forward slash um, something, something, but you really want to make sure that, that the searcher, if they cut and paste, um, that they're not going to get it to an error page. Well, fantastic. Well, listen, Mary, I, I certainly appreciate... Uh, uh, you being on uh, Domain Masters here on the the 18th of July's uh, version of the show, and uh, we look forward to uh, meeting and talking with you personally at uh, SES and in San Jose if if you guys are going to be attending that. And uh, again, on behalf of uh, the entire Domain Masters team at Webmaster Radio, thank you for being on our show tonight. Okay, thank you. It was my pleasure. It was a pleasure to speak with you. All right. Well, folks, uh, again, uh, my name is Victor Pitts, and I'm hosting uh, Domain Masters for Monty Khan. Uh, this week is uh, Monty uh, is on vacation. Um, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and, and when we return, we're going to be joined by our very own uh, Chris Leggett. Chris uh, is a uh, senior account executive at, uh, at Moniker, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about one of the most uh, commonly overlooked aspects of uh, domain security. You want to stay tuned for this one? It's good news for everyone. So we'll be right back after these commercials. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch. SearchMedia.com today. 
like a rock star. I thought you were going to stay tonight, aren't you? Well, I am. I was originally going to, you know, try and a few extra people popping into town. going to have to hook up a few beers and, you know, get stupid back. I almost got the feeling they were tossing back some drinks <laughs> or something. Maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite. Party like a rock star. It is like after 7 o'clock down here, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. I think I'm going to head out and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer. Sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. Party like a rock star. We'll sit down by the bay and have a, a nice evening uh, in Canada cocktail. Maybe you and I have to throw a party. We'll have to charge money to let people in, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be like the guys in high school charging three bucks a head for the two kegger in the backyard. Yeah, that works for me. SEO Rockstars. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio.fm. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. WebmasterRadio.fm. Clothing is optional. WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Well, welcome back, everyone. Again, my name is Victor Pitts, and I'm the host of Domain Masters this week for Vacationing Monty Con. Monty will be back at his regular time slot next Wednesday at 7 p.m. East Coast. And uh, today is July 18th, and uh, we're, we're rounding out the uh, bottom half of the show. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to one of Moniker's very own, uh, Chris Leggett. Uh, Chris uh, joined us last year as a uh, senior account executive. Any of you that know him, know how uh, enthusiastic he is about this uh, industry and how he has become a student of the industry and is a, a great resource for all of you to uh, tap into. Um, Chris uh, has a, a background, uh, preceding moniker, with a advertising marketing public relations manager for a firm called Solution 7 out of Cleveland, uh, Ohio, where he worked with them for, uh, since 2004. Um, and he's served in a number of other positions, both in, in national account manager and sales um, uh, throughout his uh, professional career. And uh, Chris has uh, recently written an article that's going to be uh, published uh, in an upcoming uh, trade magazine. And, um, you know, it's a subject that he is uh, passionate about, and it, it has to do with uh, security and branding, and it's something that many of us uh, kind of overlook uh, with our domain names, and and it uh, could be a very critical uh, mistake. So first of all, I'd like to you know welcome uh, Chris. Chris, can you hear me okay? I can. All right, Chris, welcome to uh, Domain Thanks. Masters, and uh, finally you get to sit in the other seat and uh, be a guest on the show as opposed to <laughs> hearing it from yeah. the side. Thank uh, you for having me. Tell us a little bit about uh, what uh, what drove you to write this uh, this article and. And what is the what is the point of security and branding this uh, symbiosis? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Victor. It, what I've noticed, you know, in the in the time that I've been with Moniker and, and working um, around uh, just all the people who are who are domainers and who are uh, making their living from using the using the domains that they have, is that a lot of them are are very cautious to protect either their their personal information and they're very good about the security on it or they're very they're very cautious to protect their product itself but it seems like a lot of them are are missing the 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 joining of the two which is basically protecting both their security and their product by using you know security obviously like who is and correct information and then branding which is taking over every single bit they can of that particular niche whatever their niche happens to be okay Let's talk a little bit about the um, the security, uh, and in fact, uh, I'd like to even kind of focus it more towards uh, privacy, um, privacy okay. and and you know privacy, intellectual uh, privacy, individual privacy is is a big issue right now with a lot of uh, people concerned about identity theft, uh, with uh, being um, you know receiving a bombardment of of spam and and emails targeted to the admin and. Uh, contact or registrant of a domain name. So what do you see going on right now in terms of uh, privacy and who is privacy, and what are some of the things that concern you? Well, the, that's, that's a good question. The, the things I see going on with the who is privacy um, and, and alternative methods, the who is privacy is phenomenal. Um, uh, there are registers, there are a number of registrars that offer it, 
And what it basically does is it it protects your personal information, which everyone knows right now is is a very significant issue with identity theft, as you mentioned. Um, they 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 take the appropriate route and they use who is in, they use the privacy on the who is information. It's a phenomenal way to go. There are people who are using the the concern that I have is that there are people using the alternate method, which is um, you know falsifying information, you know uh, putting in uh, you know non-existent. Uh, names with non-existent addresses, with you know, just uh, no real information on the uh, on on their who is record that's valid. And the concern I have with that is that with the amount of of uh, domain theft that's going on, with the amount of um, identity theft that's going on, if there was a theft that occurs, if there's a hijacking that occurs, there's no real way. If you put in that false information, there's no real way to verify that that domain belongs to you. And you know, at Moniker, that's a that's an extraordinary concern because we want to see our clients keep their property and we want to see them keep their their property safe. So the the appropriate route and the ICANN regu- and the ICANN um, authorized route is to put in valid information, and then you run into the there's the problem that you run into of well everybody knows my information now. Now in some cases that's not a problem. Nobody there are some people who don't mind having that. But for those people who don't want to have their information available to anyone, then the the appropriate route to take would be to use who is privacy. Okay, so when someone registers a domain name, just to make sure that everyone is is tracking with us here. When you register a domain name, uh your contact information becomes part of a record for that domain name that shows uh ownership information. That's this correct. Is a requirement for the industry that is regulated by ICANN. So it must include registrant information, uh, admin contact information. It also has some legacy things in there, technical and billing uh, uh, contacts. It's really not used uh, as it once was. But the registrant, the admin, is, is important because that's who controls whether that name gets transferred away, whether uh, you know you get access to an account, uh, that type of stuff. So you have to have uh, information in there, and, it, and it's public information. Everybody has access to it. Absolutely. And, and the concern, as Chris just stated, is that you 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 have your private information out there for the whole world to see, and you know a lot of us you know want to have unlisted telephone numbers, and uh, <laughs> so that we don't get uh, sales calls, and and uh, there's or to just to have some some privacy. And, and the same thing for the domain names, and you know, between the uh, the hijacking, um, you know, identity theft, uh, to uh, spamming, to uh, any other type of correspondence that comes to you, um, you know, that is uh, a concern. And, and one way to deal with that is uh, the proper way is, as Chris had mentioned, is doing uh, privacy services. But the other way of putting in false information, you know, including uh, uh, made-up names or Mickey, I've seen Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and all <laughs> kinds of other names in there, and you know, it, there's I think some that's registrars. Your client, that, actually, I think that Mickey really, Mouse is your client now because of that. Yeah, there's some registrars that I know will um, uh, will, based upon a complaint, when they see this information in there, they will shut the website down, and they're within the rights, you know, in terms of uh, ICANN. Um, but you you really could um, possibly lose your your name as a result of having falsified information in it. Um, so some of the strategies, of course, is the who is privacy. Sure. And um, another one is, of course, if you have a, or a corporation and you have, uh, you know, the name of your organization. Company info, absolutely. You, and you, you bring up a good that. point with that, too, and that a lot of people don't want to be getting, just as people don't want to be getting sales calls on their phone, so they use a private number or an unlisted number, <clears throat> by that same token, people don't want to be re- receiving spam all the time. They don't want to be receiving, you know, unsolicited information. And so by using the WHOIS privacy and by taking that security route, it, it provides you that level of security and that level of distance from the public, which is, you know, it's an attractive thing for many for many clients. That's exactly right. Um, now let's talk a little bit about uh, the other aspect of, uh, of your article and, and the uh, branding piece. Sure. What what I what I see with branding, and this is something that's um, especially significant for me because I, I see so many people competing with each other and uh, and offering similar products, and it just makes more sense for them to to grab as much as possible. And what branding entails is basically if you if you own Red Wagons, for instance, RedWagons.com, 
and you say, you know, I'd, I'd, I need to have more traffic. I need to have more, more of, a, of a footprint in that industry. So instead of just purchasing red wagons and going with that and trying to do, you know, uh, to, to work it just from that aspect, if you were to, to take a little bit more and invest a little bit more in it and say, I'll get red wagons, I'll get wagons, I'll get wagons for sale, I'll get, um, you know, I'll get blue wagons even because maybe somebody who sees a blue wagon might want a red wagon as well. So you take and you, and you enlarge the amount of touch that you have with the, the people in this, interested in that particular product or that particular service. And you, you broaden your spectrum so that by doing so, you eliminate the amount that your competition can grab. You, you generate more traffic naturally to, to your own site. And if you're using, you know, I, I, I'm sure you've mentioned to the audience before about um, the significance of redirects. Um, but if you use a 301 redirect from another domain that you've purchased that's related to that initial primary uh, product that you provide or that service that you provide, in this case, Red Wagons, if you purchase a number of domains related to that and redirect them to that primary, you're, you're increasing not only uh, your traffic, but you're also protecting yourself, and you're, and you're protecting yourself by branding. And that's what branding is, is, is grabbing as much of that brand and as much of that product and as much of that service as that you can that you can possibly grab and holding it for yourself so that you that you increase and protect your industry well i know that uh, you know in in the traditional marketing sense and you have you have that background part of uh, the whole concept of branding is to make yourself non-generic and to <laughs> differentiate yourself that's uh, really true it's a whole it's a whole different world when it comes to uh, absolutely medium in, in the internet absolutely um, it's, it's amazing. The, the difference for me is extraordinarily significant because, uh, you, as you mentioned, you want to avoid, in, in traditional medias through television and, and uh, you know, we all can think of the commercials, you know, where's the beef and so on and so forth, where people have protected their individual brand. But in this, it's the exact opposite, in that you want to have the generics. You want to have something uh, more generic, and you want to reach out for more generic. And it's, it's amazing to me. It's, it's been a complete turnaround, and it's been a, a, a wonderful education um, to find out how, this, how, how the uh, advertising on the Internet works and, and how domaining, you know, basically getting the right domains and, and getting domains can assist in that. Exactly. Well, you know that what the the reason I think for the reason the generics are so um, important when it comes to um, uh, online is we're really are talking about traffic. It's getting eyeballs, you know, to to the website. Yes. And when you do your branding and, and you become memorable, people when when given a selection, you know, seek you out because they remember your brand. They identify certain traits, you know, with your brand. But in the online world, it, it's more than that. It's it's also uh, trying to reach out to those people that um, think in in terms of of the service. What is the service that I'm looking for? What is the product that I'm looking for? Absolutely. Think in terms of generic terms, and and what you were talking about, it, it's it's very true. Um, you want to uh, choose domains that are related to your particular business, to your particular industry. And and you want to get vertical dominance with those generic uh, very names. true, and that's the a perfect way to state work. it. And and the real value that those names have on them is is the, uh, a special type of direct navigation value, and that's type in traffic. And as we have seen through uh, you know names that have been submitted for auctions, names that uh, we have had, names that through pay-per-click services, you see in the natural statistics, you see that those names have what we call type in traffic. Sure. And that's, that's people that are out there actually searching the Internet, bypassing the search engines, bypassing Googles and the Yahoo's yep. of the world, and, and they're just intuitively uh, navigating the Internet in the way that they're most comfortable with, which is, is, is putting in keywords and putting an a extension, typically the .com, since it's been around the longest and has a big head start, but there's other Absolutely. names they're used to. And they, they just search for the stuff that they're looking for. So if you're able to identify, back to what you're saying, those those keywords around your industry where you can have that vertical dominance, and if those if those keyword domains um, are direct navigation domains, meaning 
they have type in traffic, then you know once you have secured them for your industry, you control that traffic and you control it from the moment that you register it and forevermore. And all that traffic without marketing or promoting or are doing anything in the search engines, you control that traffic, you know, going forward. Yes, absolutely. I, and the, the, you, you, you make a good point with it, too, um, just in the, from the aspect of, you know, or I, I don't, you weren't necessarily making this point, but what, I'm, what it comes down to is basically with the, with the generics and, and with, um, with the type-ins, I'm sorry, with the type-ins that you're talking about where people type in, you know, they, they type in specifically what they want instead of going into a search bar and saying, you know, this is what I want. They just type it in directly to the, uh, to the, to the address bar itself. So that should be an indicator to the audience. Just, you know, if you look at something and you take it, you know, saying, well, this is what I need with a .com added, or this is what I need with a .net added, then it, and by getting those domains that are related to that, it, it allows you to um, acquire that, that part of the market. It, it allows you to grab that part of the market and hold on to it. And uh, that's really what, it's, uh, from what I understand, our audience is looking for. You know, the, the audience on Domain Masters wants to have that traffic. And right now, it's more and more people are going towards that keyword-related type-in where they take that keyword and they say, you know what, I'm going to add this to it and put a .com behind it. That's what I want. Well, I know a lot of our audience uh, you know, uses domains on pay-per-click services, and it's a, a wonderful uh, revenue um, system you know, for them. And, and uh, with a low cost to entry, uh, being the domain name itself, uh, uh, you're able to uh, have a, uh, a revenue stream that is, is, is quite good in many cases is quite good. Yeah. Uh, but the same, what drives that is the domain's type in traffic. What you're paid on is not referral traffic, not search engine traffic. That stuff is, is pulled out. What's paid on is, is type in traffic that's very targeted. It's what people are looking for. It has to do with some, you know, usually one to uh, three uh, generic type letter uh, domains, sure. know, keywords, and, and put them together. And that's what they're searching for, and so the, that's fed the pay-per-click service to the great success and uh, that it's seen. And, and as you can, you can see in the prices of uh, domain sales this year, how already, according to DN Journal, um, I don't know if you know this, but they have already seen more domain sales in the first half of this year than all of 2006. At the midpoint, already more than all of 2006. That's pretty substantial. That's 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 amazing. Now, what do you see from? I mean, we've talked about it, but what for yourself? I mean, how do you see how do you see the symbiosis between security and branding? I mean, for my, for myself, I already I already have a fairly uh, you know set view of it. But for yourself, how do you see the the interrelation between security and branding on this? Well, I I think that uh, I, I I kind of see them as, as separate things. The Privacy um, and, and the security um, has to do with, you know, the information that you're providing to the public uh, regarding, you know, who you are, who the owner is of the name. How do you want to control that traffic? Uh, right. You know, do you, where do you want the emails to go to? Uh, you have to provide accurate information. Don't cheat. Don't risk your, your name. Don't put all yeah. the work into it and uh, or the cost into it and then turn around and lose it because of doing something stupid. So. You want to have uh, either privacy on there, uh, which is meets the ICANN requirements, or or you put right. legitimate information, or you put your corporate in, corporate information. So the the privacy piece of it is is one aspect. Security is is a little bit more than that. It's first of all maintaining good email addresses, maintaining control of your your email addresses, um, make sure that nobody else gets access to your uh, your registrar control panel and your your login information. Absolutely, uh, and, and that's something a lot of people, you know, they have people on their team that help them, or someone a little bit more technical to help them at some point. Hey, you know, that's that's a risk. That's a risk when you have someone else uh, has access into your account. So you want to control uh, that piece of it. I see the branding as is the the value is is the value that you're creating, and the yes. security the security piece of it is making sure your name is locked as a registrar, controlling access to account, making sure your email addresses are current, um, and, you know, uh, protect your, your you know, transfer codes and so forth uh, uh, that are required for doing transfers, you know, these days. 
But uh, security and branding are, are, are related in, in terms of the domain name, and, and if you do one and not the other one, then you could be in for a really nasty uh, surprise. Yeah, that's really true. Another thing, I, just in addition to the branding that I was, I was as we're going along, and I was realizing and, and thinking of, is that it's important for people to realize also when they're when they're purchasing domain names for the purpose of branding, they need to look at the aspect of what they need to ask questions of themselves, like what are the services that are related to this? What are the things that are related to this that people will be looking for in addition to it? Um, many people say, "Well, this is all I provide. This is what I do. This is this is what I have." If you go look, if you go a step beyond that and say what are related to these things, what things can I also can also bring me income or can also bring me traffic? Um, hopefully both. But what are these other things that can be related to this that I can add on to as .dot coms or as domains or as you know .dot coms .dot nets even um, even some country codes depending on where your business primarily is. So. If people ask the question to themselves, you know, what other services are provided along with this or in conjunction with this, then, you know, they can, they can get a better read on what they need to be purchasing and, and how they need to be branding their product. Right, exactly. I have a, a few statistics. One of the things that uh, uh, was talked about in the early part of the show um, when we had uh, Mary on, on the show was talking, she had mentioned this uh, statistic, I think, from a website story. And it's 70% of Internet users use direct navigation, and that's up yeah. 53% from uh, four years ago. And, and yeah. just for clarity purposes, I mean, uh, direct navigation is not – type-in is one part of direct navigation. Direct navigation is also bookmarks and stuff. And it's back to uh, a point that uh, both uh, Mary and, and Chris were making about the importance of building a brand um, and, and having that brand because people bookmark the name, they remember the name. It's something they type in. They don't go search for it because they know what it is or it's intuitive. It's a generic word, and so that's direct navigation. And then the other part is is the some people navigate the internet that way. That's that's <clears throat> type in traffic, but it's yeah. uh, it, it's growing and is is growing rapidly. Whether it's seventy uh, percent or or less, who, who really knows? I know that in the case of uh, Google, uh, Google had indicated that uh, direct navigation uh, for, for domain names uh, represented uh, 15% of their uh, search traffic or their, you know, for their, their uh, pay-per-click service. So 15% is, is pretty substantial. That's a significant uh, number, definitely. Significant number. Um, there's also in a, a website story uh, articles talking about the uh, value of direct navigation domain names. You know, when people type it in directly because it's very targeted, that they really are looking for whatever that product or service is. And sometimes they they are misled when they're searching on a search engine because uh, the way that a, a description of what you're going to get to when you get there isn't exactly what you were looking for. That's very and, true. And so as a result, according to the website Story Statistics, they did some pretty decent analytics that was recently uh, substantiated, as I understand, from Jupiter Research, and we're, tr- we're trying to get them on an upcoming show. But um, by a two-to-one margin, uh, the conversions of that traffic to an actual customer uh, is twice as likely when you're using direct navigation as opposed yep. to um, search results traffic. So it makes a big difference. And there's there's a way um, that people can check for type in traffic. And I'm going to let Chris, without even prepping you for this, want to tell them one way that someone can get uh, statistics on how much type in traffic they have. Wow. Uh, they could, well, the first and, and primary way would be to put it on a monetization service that uses uh, that uses that judges or values type in traffic uh, one of which is the is our sister company here at moniker it's uh, it's called traffic club you can get there by going to trafficclub.com and signing up and applying to uh, to be accepted in the program and uh, it'll give you it'll give you accurate stats on on the type in traffic that you're receiving it's really phenomenal stats and it's valuable information to have uh, regarding your domain names, just so you can get an idea of which ones are producing the results that you want. Okay, so a PPC service, pay-per-click service, for example, Traffic Club that that we're familiar with, uh, provides you with detailed uh, uh, statistics on a per-domain basis um, that type in traffic. That's one great way of doing it. 
And, that's, and the that's other true, and, and another nice benefit of it is that uh, is that because it's a pay-per-click service, you get paid on the results of people clicking on the links that are on that uh, that's pa- that page that's generated. So even if it even if it covers the cost, this is this is what I generally tell my clients. Even if it's just covering the cost, even if the revenue generated from those key, from that typed in traffic, even if the the revenue generated just covers the registration cost of your domain name, that domain name is valuable to you because it's 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 paying for itself. And yep. anyone will tell you that that's that's the starting point for what good business is. Or, or when you take that domain name traffic that again is is very targeted, and you compare that to uh, the price of uh, you know the the uh, paid listing services through Google and and Yahoo uh, search, when you're paying on a keyword bid buy and and you're paying anywhere from you know cents a few cents to uh, you know fifty dollars a click uh, per visitor that goes to your website, how does that compare? To the cost of that domain. Once you're past that initial acquisition cost of that domain, it's just a renewal fee. You know, That's right. Each year, it's, it's not much. So let me give everyone a second way of checking the stats. If you're on a pay-per-click service, that's the most accurate way. And uh, that's that's the way that we would suggest it. But another way is if you have your, if you just have regular statistics, raw logs on your server, uh, then what you want to do is, is look for one of the URLs that has a domain name. It takes it to the root level. And, and you want to see if it has uh, traffic that came from no refers. Look at the stats and see if it had traffic from no refers. And, and that's the traffic that you want to look for that would show you it's a pretty good good uh, uh, barometer for the type in traffic that you're getting. If it's got traffic that's coming from search engines, then that's a whole different thing. Yeah. And, and, and a, a big point is, is that, you know, the why we are so up on, on direct navigation it's traffic that you can count on. It's an important thing because no sooner you, you turn the name on, uh, the website on, you've got that traffic. It's pretty consistent. It's yep. the percentage of the population that searches that way, and they're wired to search that way. And as long as they continue to get results, either through pay-per-click services or websites that, that cater to their style of navigation, uh, whoever's got those, those domain names in their vertical markets are going to control that traffic. And when you compare that to uh, you know organic listings in, in search or in uh, the internet, think back. Um, I mean, search traffic is really uh, temporary because the search engines can change the rules overnight. And that's and very true. Here. We've seen you that happen a couple in, of times. Remember back in 1990, uh, 1999, a little company called Alta Vista. <laughs> okay. Alta Vista, uh, you know, was number one search engine back in the day. And uh, how often do you think you'd find them right now in any sort of uh, search logs or uh, traffic coming through or Excite or Lycos, you know, any one of those companies? And so things can twist and turn on you in, in a heartbeat uh, in the search engines. But those navigation names are, are you can almost bank on the traffic that you're going to get from that as a consistent metric. It's very true. And in 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 relation to that, in relation to the idea of, of, of uh, getting the domains that are going to have uh, direct type in traffic, it's worth it to look at acquiring a name. Even if the name's already owned by someone else, it's worth it to look at acquiring a name that's going to be more specific to your brand. And uh, I, I just thought wanted to add that in just from the aspect of, in thinking about it, there are people who are going to say, oh, well, if I get this, you know, 24character.com that's related somewhat to what, I'm, to what my product is, then I'll be all right. It's worth it to go that that extra bit, and instead of um, instead of trying to to find things in it, it's worth it to go for that extra mile and acquire that domain um, through you know through solicitation, obviously. But you're going to want to acquire names that are going to be related to uh, what what your primary product is and what your primary service is. Excellent, excellent. Well, folks, uh, if you want to meet uh, Chris personally, uh, Chris will be uh, at uh, upcoming trade shows. We have uh, the Internex uh, trade show in Hollywood, Florida, um, August 3rd through 5th, and uh, there's a, a very good chance Chris will also be out in San Jose, uh, and uh, that is for the uh, Search Engine Strategy Show in San Jose on uh, August 20th through the 23rd. So um, if uh, you see him, please uh, congratulate him on his uh, article and uh, you know, consider him a resource that you can talk to at any time. Uh, what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, put a wrap on today's show. I'm, I'm looking, and, and Chris, we're right at the top of the hour. So nice. rather than break the commercials and come back, we'll just uh, go ahead and put a wrap on it now. 
Um, again, you've been listening, folks, to uh, Domain Masters. Uh, your normal host, Monty Khan, is uh, on a well-deserved uh, vacation at this time. He will be back in uh, on the saddle in his regular uh, time slot next Wednesday uh, at 7 o'clock. Uh, my name is Victor Pitts. I've been your guest host tonight. I want to thank uh, Mary Ann French uh, from uh, Pixel Media for being my guest in the top half of the uh, show. And for Chris, uh, Moniker's very own uh, Chris Leggett for joining me and and having a nice uh, discussion about direct navigation, about security and branding. And uh, I want to thank him for being on the uh, the bottom half of the show. Thank and you, so, Victor. It's uh, always a pleasure. All right. And, and folks, uh, thank you once again for listening in to uh, Domain Masters. Of course, the show uh, um, is broadcast every Wednesday starting at 7 o'clock. It's also archived, and uh, there's a number of sites you can get uh, podcast versions of it. So thanks for listening in to Domain Masters. And until next week. Uh, you be the master of your domain. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.